0: hey everybody welcome back to the look at all podcast this is your host Elias Roush this podcast is sponsored by com. photo video digital media production where the fuck is my phone ah yes I found it sorry uh, uh day 39 of quarantine slash pandemic COVID-19's bullshit and you can probably hear it in my voice I'm just like many people, way over it, needing needing some outside air. Some I need some people in my life. I need some movies in my life. Um, not to disparage the people that are you know suffering and going through horrible shit through this time. You know, uh, being bored is obviously not that bad of a problem in comparison to what tons of other people throughout the world are having to go through. So I don't want to demean that. I'm just kind of getting my you know, feelings out of what's going on with this pandemic, uh, almost 40 days since the lockdown on, uh, in North Carolina, relatively, regardless, I still went out that first week, so, um, um, it's been about, it's slightly under 40 days since I've been in a big public setting, minus going to the grocery stores and whatnot, but, uh, I'm curious how everyone else is handling it out there, um, Recently, you know, this is the Aftercast for everyone that's new that doesn't has no idea what's going on or just stumbled into this podcast. Whether it's live, YouTube, so whatever social media, Facebook, Instagram, however you found our podcast, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, we cannot do this without your support. The Aftercast, by the way, is behind the scenes of the Lucky Doll podcast. We talk about just random bullshit that has nothing to really do with the reviews that we've talked about although um for anyone that is interested in the tv movies media section of the lucky dog podcast um type in lucky dog podcast on soundcloud and you'll find our entire library um for shows that we've reviewed such as uh, money heist portrait of a lady on fire ford v ferrari um Devs on Hulu, the platform on Netflix, we've got tons of movie reviews that are available for your convenience and listening pleasure. Um, so let's talk about the Aftercast. Well, it's day thirty-nine of the lockdown. Um, I'm in Corona news. Let's just go ahead with the Corona news. Corona just you know uh, taken over uh, news and for better or for worse i absolutely you know hate watching the news now now the good things about it are uh you know the pros of the news let's just do a quick review or seeing the good things that are coming out of it seeing the the cumulative nature of people coming together to fight uh uh, a single entity that is trying to take us down. Yes, that's good. But obviously, we can't always have people on both sides, it, or we can't always have people on one side facing one piece of uh, or some, one entity that is trying to take us down. It can't just be humans versus the, the corona. It's not that. It's uh, very much a push and pull situation, with trying to go back to work trying to restart the economy versus not wanting to get sick and not put other people at uh, a greater health risk so yes i can totally see the need we want to go back to work we want the return of our lifestyle the thing is uh, we also don't want to get sick we don't want to pass it on we don't want to make this uh any worse than it already is and so um yes the good things that are coming out of the news like such as uh Let's see. This was on Twitter, and it's being reported by Bloomberg. Cases, um, top two point four million globally. Deaths, uh, globally are at one hundred and sixty-five thousand. Um, China is saying that they report uh, reports twelve cases and no new deaths, which is ah, I don't know about all that. I'm not. I don't really want to touch that right now. Uh, and there's a lot of speculation about. Uh, who's funding who um it's a lot of political things that are happening behind the scenes that um that are not exactly at the forefront you kind of have to do a little bit of digging to see you know who's reporting the facts what are the facts what exactly um are the are the benefits of the companies and the non-profit organizations that are helping them out. So I'm learning much more about this, you know, day by day, who's supporting this. And uh, also what's happening is there's this large group of people, I'm sure it's not just in the States, but a large group of people in a lot of countries that are trying to, um, you know, push the push the agenda to go back to work and I can't disagree with the motive of what they want to do they they have good intentions relatively with saying that you know we want to get back to work we want to get our paychecks uh, we want to get our kids back in school that type of thing I can't argue with that Um, you know I just do have a, a gripe with them trying to this this group this subgroup of people that are saying you know what? Corona is a hoax. Corona doesn't exist. Corona doesn't kill as many people as, uh, you know, swimming pool deaths or or car wrecks or something like that. It's like these are apples to oranges, and you know, swimming pool deaths are not contagious. So I just don't even understand why people are comparing the two. <laughs> it doesn't really, uh, it, it's not con. Yeah, it's not contagious. I don't. I don't understand why they're even talking like that because the amount, the toll that is. It's been taken on around the world, not just the states, um, is is significant for the past few months. You know, obviously, this has surpassed the swine flu, uh, pan quote unquote pandemic. It didn't. We didn't stop businesses because of the swine flu, um, and also the swine flu. You know, killed about I don't know was it several thousand people, tens of thousands of people, I believe, in the first year but not in the first few months so it just for uh you know numbers sake that that's what really irritates me when it comes down to you know comparing some of these things but anyways let's talk about non-corona news i I told y'all we wanted to talk about uh, more positive things um uh let's see what we got i'm just kind of scrolling down twitter it's uh interesting So everyone's getting back their loans, their stimulus checks, their COVID checks, their unemployment checks. Um, I ain't got nothing. I don't know why it's taking so long. I did hear that Trump was trying to print his name or something like that on all of the checks. So it's taking extra long. So you know who to blame for that. Um, (laughs) The uh, what's it? Company Shake Shack is returning the 10 million dollar government loan meant for small businesses, which I guess is a pretty big deal. I guess that hopefully that $10 million goes back to, uh, small business owners and stuff like that, which is, you know, quite notable for a business like Shake Shack. It's not like they're not like a McDonald's or anything like that, where they just probably have a ton of funds on, you know, on the side ready, but you know, it is going to be very interesting when we go back to work, how life is going to change, um, I was hearing possible restaurants are going to have to be mandatory to wear, you know, the re- the waiters are going to have to wear gloves, wear masks, do all this types of stuff. I, I think the entire service industry on a wide scale is going to have to change. I wonder if from like a bar standpoint, if there's anything they could do. I know. Just the amount of people that go to a bar if you just think about trying to you know how many people are bumping up against you near your drinks all that stuff you you're anything but six feet apart, and so um I wonder if this is gonna really limit the amount of people in bars and social settings in places like even like Starbucks or something like that. I wonder if people in there are gonna have to wear face masks. I wonder my biggest question is what kind of face masks are going to be the most notable in society? Like, are shield face masks, like, clear ones that go over your entire face and chin, are they going to be the ones uh, almost like a welder? Like, not not quite, like, darkened, darkened out and everything, but, you know, completely uh, plastic, and you can see through it, but it still covers your whole entire face. Um, you know, wearing these, the the masks that they have to wear for nurses and uh, for doctors, the thing about those masks, they they, they aren't exactly comfortable. They're not quote-unquote sexy. And I know you're not trying to look at you know masks to be sexy or anything like that, but that's the natural conclusion of making these masks is not making them sexy, is making them uh, cool, making them feasible. Why would you buy this one over that one? And so there is going to be this... Uh, once everything is you know directed in the new quote-unquote new normal what are going to be the normal um, face masks or what are going to be the normal um, everyday life um attire is that all going to change or are, are we going to have to you know walk through decontamination chambers like uh, something out of a sci-fi film or what I most like What I'm thinking of it most likely uh, is going to be like is we're going to have decontamination uh, rooms and chambers and maybe mobile units that come and decontaminate things for us. Um, It's going to be a completely new business. You know, they're going to have the hand sanitizer, the Lysol, the bleach, whatever you need. They're going to sanitize everything. I think there's going to be just a real uptick in uh, cleaning departments. And D de- I keep saying decontamination because I, I think that's what it's going to be like. I would not be surprised to see something on the scale of like a Walmart or some of these big public, uh, places that have a lot of people coming in and out to have decontamination chambers, uh, you know, when you're getting your cart or when you're first walking in and it already feels like you're kind of transitioning into something as you're going into Walmart, as you go now, um, you know, regardless if you go to Walmart, go to Trader Joe's, go to any other Whole Foods place, I would not be surprised to see some of the more progressive states start to enact laws that uh, require people to go through these, uh, you know, to, to either not go in grocery stores or they're going to require them to have decontamination or something. I, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, having tons of people going in and out of places like that is a big liability. And one of the best ways to probably remove the liability is, you know, not either have them go into the store or not have them um, uh, be contaminated, go into the store. I don't know. Kind of like, you know, getting a shower before you jump in a pool. But I'm kind of thinking of these uh, decontamination chambers more or less like how TSA kind of all of a sudden had... Metal detectors to, you know, detect people going into uh, clubs and live events and uh, airplanes and uh, more social settings that require that type of security. Um, yeah, I think that there's going to be decontamination chambers in, in that style. Whoops. Oh, something's doing good. Um, but yes, so... um. Yeah, I, that's that's my take on the Corona COVID uh, craziness. Um, my prayers go to everyone in Nova Scotia, Canada, for the the shooting that happened over there. The absolute meaningless shooting. I think that what was it a few weeks ago? There hadn't been a, a mass shooting in a school um, since they had canceled it. Um, there hadn't been a mass shooting since like two thousand two, I believe they said. And there had, you know, every month there is at least one mass shooting. Up until when they had closed the uh, the campuses, um, sometime in May. So, sorry, in March, and so that was pretty crazy. And you know, to see the shootings come back, and in Canada especially, that's not a place that you you know generally hear about it. You you think of uh, uh, the U.S. as being more gun crazy than any other place, but um, yeah. Uh, what else do we got? I think there was something I forgot to say. Well, you know. One of the big kickers that really set off what what made me realize, you know, holy shit, this is the biggest thing was when Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks was diagnosed and his wife were diagnosed with uh, COVID-19. And I think in the same day, they they decided to cancel NBA um, for the, you know, for the remainder of the season. And so I was like, oh, my lanta, like the amount of money that goes into just the NBA alone. I could not believe that they did that. I thought they I think they had like one or two players test positive for it. And and one of those players, I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, One of those players was jokingly acting like act like he had COVID-19 and he touched all of the microphones of the reporters when he when he was interviewed. And then like two days later, he was actually diagnosed with it. I was like, "Damn. What a dumbass." <laughs> like, and so people not taking it seriously like that obviously uh, is upsetting, but um yeah, it was whenever Tom Hanks got it and uh the NBA um was canceled, that's when I knew this was, you know, a pandemic like no other. You know, regardless of you, you know, on you know hearing 200 people died, 300 people died, 400 people died, is obviously depressing, but it's so large of a scale of mass loss of death that it's hard to even comprehend it. It takes more or less a name, something that you more or less feel like you know. Unfortunately, it feels like for some reason you hear 200 deaths and you have no idea what who they were what their name was you say oh okay but then you hear the one you know you hear Tom Hanks has it and unfortunately you're like oh my gosh this is some real shit it's like i you know i admittedly think have have thought like that and i you know try not to but it you know putting you know celebrities or putting people of noteworthy um names above you know quote unquote normal people is is very dangerous for um, you know, navigating, especially uh talking about like the disease. Like diseases are can get anybody. So um yeah, sometimes I I think we just don't really think about that on a scale. Or maybe I don't think about that. Maybe everybody else thinks about that and um you know, the pandemic really puts things in perspective, I guess. Uh you know. But uh yeah, tell me what you are thinking, uh out there, everybody. I hope everyone's you know, thriving in a way that is, um, you know, as productive as possible. I'm sure you're, I want to make a bingo game that um, is included for, you know, Corona COVID times. I I guess, you know, every time someone says, you know, uncertainty or uh, new normal, um, it's just or unprecedented. I think there's like the three main words I've heard uttered and repeated for the past like 2 months and it's really made me try to disengage with the news because i was so engaged learning about you know oh god 3000 deaths 4000 deaths 5000 de-. it was it, it was becoming you know depressing and i you know i i don't know how people in the news Uh, work like that day to day just you got to become numb to it i guess you know you're just seeing all these numbers of mass loss it's just you know it'd be horrifying for me personally just having to deal with that and so i'd you know uh, tip my hat to everyone that has to report that type of stuff and obviously has to live through it and uh, the healthcare workers as well you know heart goes out to all of them um but yeah and i i guess you know what is essential business when it comes down to it. if you ask any business owner, I think they would majority say that, yeah, my business is essential. Um it's essential in a way that means it supports my livelihood. But you know what? You have to <clears throat> excuse me, if if you have one of these businesses, like one of these creative businesses, mine's somewhat like one of these creative businesses, you know, with video, um and photo, but it's it's definitely coming to a point in some of the areas of the states that they're like, we only have like one or two cases in in the states. Granted that you know not tons of people are being tested, but a lot more are being tested than not. Um, and it's trying; they're trying to ramp ramp it up, I believe, um, from what it what I'm understanding. Um, but yeah, as, you know, the word essential business is very delicate these days. And I, you know, I'm one of those people that obviously wants to, you know, get back to all the events that I had to shoot, that I had to work on, um, that were canceled or postponed, and, you know, for, for an un, untold amount of time. And so um, I, I totally sympathize and empathize with these people that are, are struggling to an extent. I, now, there's people that, you know, have kids out there that need to feed them and are, you know, really struggling not getting some of these checks and benefits that they absolutely need to be having and you know I'm not struggling like that I just I, I'm one of these people that is ready to get back to work and um really hoping that the social distancing is working because I, I, like I said it's been uh, just shy of 40 days since I've been in a probably a crowd of larger than 10 people so it definitely is weighing a toll uh, a mental toll as well um I'm seeing a lot of people getting tired of, you know, Zoom meetings and watch parties. I'm, I mean, there's probably been tons of those, ever you know, since this has happened. So, um, you know, we're just going to try to evolve as it goes, as it happens. But thank you for listening, watching at Doll Podcast Aftercast number 10. Um, if you are looking for a photo or a visual, 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 What is a digital? Oh, Lord, I think I just made something up. Uh, If you're looking for uh, photo, video, or digital media production, be sure to check out com. Be sure to check out the rest of the AfterCast. You got AfterCast number 1 through 10 that you can check out. It's just all behind the scenes of the Lucky Doll podcast if you like it. I've already given you a list of uh, SoundCloud recommendations as well if you're looking for uh, photo sorry, if you're looking for photo, if you're looking for podcast, I need to get the hell off of here now. <laughs> uh, if you're looking for podcast uh, reviews and photo, uh, so photos, if if you're looking for, uh, sorry, the movie Portrait of a Lady on Fire is the one I'm going to recommend uh, specifically. If you, if you have Hulu, um, it's available now. I, it is pretty dynamic and uh, it's not quite for everybody. If you're not sure if you're going to enjoy it, maybe, you know, take a, listen or watch of the portrait of the lady on fire review and uh, all of them have a non-spoiler bumper at first and you'll be able to check it out so uh, thank you for listening watching look at podcast aftercast number 10 be sure to check out more look Doll podcast at your convenience comments questions concerns look at podcast at gmail.com all the social links are in the description thank you and take it easy